The Wealth of Feminist Art by Pacific Women in Aotearoa and across Moana Nui Akiwa, the Pacific Ocean, is being celebrated in a new exhibition at Toi o Tamaki Auckland Art Gallery. Ane Tonga, the gallery's inaugural curator of Pacific Art, has spent about two years selecting work that includes sculpture, moving image and performance art. Gender and the politics of representation are ideas Ane has explored in her own art practice over the years. She's calling this exhibition Declaration, a Pacific Feminist Agenda. I spoke to her and to one of the artists included in the show, Suzanne Tamaki, who uses fashion and photography to create images with strong political and cultural messages. Anna explains the ideas she and the artists she's selected, who are not all women, by the way, are exploring in Declaration. It's an exhibition that asks what feminism looks like through a Pacific lens, and it explores the possibilities of it within art. Um, And so the way that we've done that is bringing together 12 amazing artists across the Pacific whose works actually foreground issues of climate change and resilience, te roranga, te ratanga, explore things like gender. And it's very dear to my heart as it is for the artists because they're reflective of uh, their experiences and worldviews. And so in my role at Auckland Art Gallery, that's almost what I've been charged to do to bring those voices and insights and bodies into the gallery. I can't help thinking that the hardest part of your job was not finding the art and the artists to represent all of these things you're talking about, all of these ideas, these concepts, but was perhaps having to make some hard choices on who to include and who to leave out. Because I would have, I, you know, I would say that feminism has been a very strong driver in Pacific art. Yes, and as you say, Lynn, I am the first, I'm the inaugural curator, and with that is some responsibility, and there's always a little bit of pressure around that. However, I'm the first of many that will hold this job, and I'm, this exhibition is also the first of many to come from Toyo Tamaki um, that explore feminism, that explore a worldview through the Pacific. Suzanne, th- these also are issues that you have been representing, thinking about, creating work about. So I I imagine choice perhaps was hard for you or did you work with Arne on this of which of of your works and the different ways in which you work will be on show here? Oh, thanks. Um, It actually wasn't that difficult because Arne had already decided which works she wanted. So I didn't have to think about it much at all. and I just had to go find the works which I'd put in storage. Um, and hand them over to her. So I was really happy because they were taking so much room. And also, why would you have amazing art and storage when it could be on a gallery wall? It must be interesting (laughs) for you, though, Suzanne, with that body of work of yours, to figure out what a curator would choose, a very knowledgeable curator would choose of your work. I mean, would would they have been the works you might have chosen for an exhibition called Declaration? Yeah, probably for this one, I would have chosen that one or... Maybe I would have done one of my newer works, but that's more around moving image. So the ones that she's chosen, that Anne's chosen, which is um, from the Treaty of Waitangi series that I did for City Gallery, I think is really appropriate, especially when I look at what the kaupapa is and who my works will be sitting alongside. I think it works really well. The first image is called For God, For Queen, For Country. And in this photo, Lisa Ward, who's um, the Māori Collections Manager at Papa, and she's wearing a, a flag, a New Zealand flag, as a dress. And I've also embroidered uh, tāneko patterns onto the flag. So what I've tried to do is overlay some Māori ownership onto that flag and also 
our tohu. And she's wearing a top hat and some pearls and a glove. She's looking very colonised and proper. And then the second photo is for Māori for sure, which references the Foreshore and Seabed um, Act. And in that one, she doesn't have the top hat or the gloves. She's lost that demeanour of being a colonised native and she's clutching a pair of scissors in one hand and a, a ripped up New Zealand flag in the other. Powerful, powerful images, aren't they? Did you know right at the start that they were the ones that you wanted? Or as a, as a curator, especially with Suzanne, who has a large body of work, did you have to step back and look through all the works and figure out which was the right one for this? I've been following Suzanne's work for a long time, her individual practice as well as that with the Pacific Sisters. And these particular works, the Treaty of Waitangi series, I felt were super important for the exhibition and are quite timeless in that way. I know they were made in 2005, but still resonate in terms of ideas about nationhood through the use of the flag, which adorns Lisa. And so it was a it was a pretty easy choice. Suzanne, you've been involved in, in many exhibitions over the years, group shows, solo shows. What does it mean to you when you're contacted by a curator in this, and you have this conversation, look, we're creating a, an exhibition, it's called Declaration, I'd love to have these works of yours involved. Please go into storage and bring them out for us. You know, it must mean something substantial to you. Definitely. Um, I was actually really honoured to be included in this exhibition and to be showing at Auckland Art Gallery. I was also a little bit um, taken aback because I never really thought of myself as a feminist. And I just thought I was just someone who stood up for myself and was standing up for others who couldn't stand up for themselves. So I've also grappled a little bit with that title to be honest but I was really pleased that those works specifically have been chosen to sit in that space because I know that it resonates with a lot of people who view it I really like the concept that it's going to be in that public arena. One of the things you said Suzanne I think quite early was that I don't think of myself as a feminist and I think that was really important in terms of the way that we're defining it in the show because we know that it's such a loaded term but if I peel it back, uh, it's also kind of a process. It's essentially a process that works against sexist oppression. So some people might not call themselves feminists, but the artwork that they make or the way in which they move in the world reflects the type of feminism that we're talking about, which has empowerment at its heart. I see. That's where I wanted to go next, actually, which was your definition of feminism, because it's, it is. <laughs> you're quite right, though. It is a loaded word. And I yeah. think if you ask different people for their definition of it, um, ages, ethnicities, men, men, women, um, gender diverse, you know what I mean? That we could all have a different definition given our, our beliefs and our backgrounds. Absolutely. And this show brings together multiple ideas and interpretations of feminism. And what you'll find through this exploration of climate change and resilience, social justice, is they're not experiences that are exclusive to women, which is why we have men in the exhibition, we have some of our LGBTQI plus artists, because that is how we are defining feminism, it is the empowerment of all genders, and I think that harks back to feminism, that's not just it's not a woman's problem. It's a process in which we work against sexism, same as uh, racism. It's not an Indigenous people's problem, but requires everyone and requires feminist action to, 
to be part of the solution. Would you say that the works are angry works? Again, feminism can be associated with with rage, you know, the shaking of the fist. Or within this extensive exhibition, do you have some some gentle works through to some angry works? Gentle works reflect the range of experiences. I wouldn't say emotions, but experiences. So people will be able to come in and listen to the sounds of aunties and cocoa solids sound work called Auntie FM, which is this fun pseudo radio station that's run by all the aunties that I think we ever need in our lives. So there are moments of reflection, people can have a laugh or two and contemplate and also build their understanding and adopt a different kind of worldview. Suzanne, it will be really interesting for you, I imagine, to walk into the gallery space and to see your work. As you say, you're really proud to be um, with this kaupapa, you know, and the stories being told. But I, this is where I think a well-curated group show is such a fascinating creature because it is the conversations that the works have with each other as well as with us, eh? Yeah, I agree. And that's why I was really impressed with the lineup. It's in the show, for example, Lonnie Hutchinson, the scope and breadth of her work, it, it's really extended. And I, Marty Friedlander, I think I'm really honoured to be alongside these artists showing, showing my work, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what it is that they've put into it. Yes. You adore Lonnie's work. Which of hers have you chosen? We've chosen one that people might not be familiar with. So many people know Lonnie for her amazing public sculptures um, that you can see here at the gallery and also down at Brudermart. But I've selected a work that is called Can You See Me? And it's actually a performance work that was done in 1997 where Lonnie taped her body to different sites around Auckland. And so it's, it's incredibly rare to be able to see performance work, let alone artists documenting this. So it's a key historical work, I think, that um, looks at feminism quite early. How long have you been working on this, Arne? Because you've got a lot of artists in here and these kind of negotiations, particularly over the last couple of years, your first two years in the job, you know, are, are difficult things in terms of timing and access and logistics. I feel like I've been working on this my whole life. I've been a feminist my whole life. But in terms of the <laughs> exhibition, I have been working on it for the last two years, almost as soon as I started the job. And when we started this exhibition, we didn't know that we were going to land into a global pandemic. So it's really given us the time to be reflective, to look at what people might need as we start to come out of the different phases and what we thought is we wanted to be as generous as we could um, in this exhibition that people will come away feeling a bit lighter, feeling a bit more informed. So that's what we've been working on for the last two years. Ane Tonga and Suzanne Tamaki, Declaration, a Pacific Feminist Agenda, opens at the Auckland Art Gallery on Saturday.